Hello, PLC family. I hope you guys are having such an incredible day. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I am joined with Tamara. Welcome, Tamara. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is going to be an amazing podcast. I'm oh, I can't one. Wait. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm pumped. One because. Whenever we have a chat, it's just amazing. And I know that all the listeners will get so much out of it. Yeah. But also, surprise at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm excited yes, to share with everyone. A little sneaky surprise, but they'll have to wait till the end. <sighs> definitely, definitely. I'm pumped. Um, so I guess we'll start off. We were chatting um, last, when was it? Oh, which is before actually. And we were saying, um, something that was really prominent in your life and that you've become really passionate about. And I thought that would be an awesome topic for today. Mm. Um, and you were telling me about um, isolation and how lately that's been, um, like it's come up in your life and how you're sort of dealing with it and things like that. So I'd really like to dig in, like dive more into that today. Yeah. Um, what is it exactly? Because you were saying you were just telling me a little bit about it and just tell me about your experience and it will tell everyone listening about your experience with like isolation and the mentality of that and, and everything like that. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, to give you guys a little bit of a backstory of myself, I um, have always been into, when I say been into personal development, I've always loved listening to podcasts, always followed speakers like, you know, your Tony Robbins, um, speakers like that, Grant Cardone, a lot of mindset development stuff. So I would like to be able to say that I always felt like I was quite, um, you know, emotionally intelligent and and self-aware. But I think until something really big in your life happens, that's when it, all of the theory really gets tested. Um, 100%. Yeah, and I think um, that is something that I would love to discuss. I know that there would be a lot of people out there that would be able to relate. You know, we have this um, internal conflict sometimes between what we know and what we do. We know Mm -hmm. what we need to do, but it's not (laughs) always how, um, you know, how the situation pans out. And for myself, so, you know, that was my background. I'd always, you know, um, done everything I could to empower other people and to show people that, you know, they can live life on their terms and that anything that they desire in their life is right within their fingertips. And then um, earlier this year, I had, I gave birth to a beautiful baby boy. So I now have an eight-month-old son, little Zandy. Little Zandy. an absolute blessing. But... Having him is definitely what um, shook up my internal belief systems and really forced me to put everything that I'd learned over the years to practice because it's, you know, you see it so many times. We, we see people out there that um, can talk the talk, but when it comes to walking the walk, it's a whole nother story and it takes a whole nother level of self-awareness and strength. And um, for myself, Definitely. Yeah, yeah. For myself, um, when I first had Xander, I was very isolated, and for myself, it was it was a really challenging time because I'd always um, fed off. Uh, I'd always loved being around people, but I'm also the sort of person that I recharge best when I'm by myself. But it got to a mm-hmm. point where I was just by myself so much that I started to feel really. Yeah, you're like, this yeah, is too you're much. Sort of stuck with your own thoughts and, and especially being stuck at home because mm-hmm. I had an emergency cesarean. So being stuck at home, not being able to drive anywhere with a newborn baby, 
and also not really having much of a community around women uh, of women around me I think community is like we preach about community within the clubs and how amazing it is and how that really sets um, PLC apart and how Mm. you know that's what people love that's what they come for is that community but no but you didn't have that so um yeah yeah wow and I guess a lot of people can feel like that sometimes like you're saying you love being alone but then you know you break your leg or you know you have you know this beautiful new baby or you know something happens in your life and you're alone a lot actually don't like this anymore Yep. So how did you recognize that, you know, yep. like you said, you loved being alone, but then how did you recognize, okay, I'm alone too much and I don't like this. I'm feeling very isolated. And now I'm getting inside my own head and I'm letting my thoughts consume me. Like how well, did you recognize to start that? with, I know I was in a little bit of denial and I think that's one important thing for people to recognize is if you're feeling in a crappy state, the very first step, like before you do anything, before you take any action, the first step is to just acknowledge where you are and be really real with yourself about it because, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so easy Aware to say, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But at the end of the day, if you're feeling like crap but you're telling yourself that you're fine, you're not going to move forward. No, no. Move forward because mm, you're not going to take any action exactly, on it because you're denying exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, so my biggest challenge at first was even just coming to terms with it because I would, you know, I could acknowledge that I was feeling crappy but um, – because I I went into the experience thinking, oh, yeah, I love being by myself. I'm going to have all this, like, self-discovery and, like, it's going to be beautiful. And it didn't really mm-hmm. work out that way. Um, yeah. yeah. I sort of had to bite my ego a little bit and say, look, I'm actually struggling. I thought I would be okay, but I really need a, a community around me. And I think it was sort of a little bit of a cherry on the cake because um, I didn't have any, I didn't have much family around or my family was living away at this point in time. And, um, you know, we just opened um, Maruchi door and we're on our way to opening PLC Caloundra. Um, yeah. So Dion was away a lot and I wasn't really expecting to struggle being by myself so much. Oh, Sandy's saying hello. <laughs> And yeah, I wasn't really expecting to be by myself so much. And um, I think it goes back to traditionally, like no matter what area of life you're talking about, whether you're talking about raising children, whether you're talking about like a very, um, you know, male orientated activities, like even if they go fishing, stuff like that. Typically, we've always done things like that in groups of people, whether you're in a group. Yeah, you're always together. Yeah, yeah. It's very like. Um, you know human beings were social creatures and yeah and in our society that's very much been stripped away um, regardless of me having a child it's it's still there's not that um, that community community aspect in our society mm-hmm. it's very much um, all for one and one for all and yeah um, yeah so I think we really need to be proactive in taking that step to create that community because yeah um, that is what's going to what's going to help us get through those hard times we can 100% yeah we can rely on ourselves to a certain extent but you know Mm. we we go a lot further you do need people around you yeah yeah 100% yeah yeah sure and what were those changes that you made right when after you'd acknowledged it and after you're like okay cool I accept this (laughs) what did you then say okay I'm going to make these changes like what were those changes that you did make because there's probably some people out there that are like, oh, my gosh, I'm listening to this right now and I am feeling isolated because, like, of whatever reason, 
and I want to get out of it and I acknowledge it, what changes? To, like, yeah. What well, I found that um, when I first acknowledged how I was feeling, I also noticed a lot of other habits that I was ha- that I had developed that were just making you know, just turning it into a spiral effect. So Mm -hmm. there's a little thing that I like to do. It's called virus checking, um, something that I have done videos on before and that sort of thing. But virus checking is just checking different areas of our life and making sure that we're looking after the basics before we try to fix the bigger picture. Because if, you know, we try to um, fix a building but the foundations are still unstable, then it's not really um, doing it realistic. Yeah, yeah. So looking at the foundation. So I was looking at, you know, what I was eating. I had a very horrible diet because, and I could put it down to excuses as, you know, as a as new mom and, you know, I was so busy and so tired. And, and as valid as all those excuses are, they weren't helping me. So mm-hmm. I, had, I got to a point where I was like, okay, Tamara, you need to decide whether you're going to, you know, continue with these excuses and not move forward from where you are. Or just make a change. Just do something yeah. different. So, so like making a commitment to yourself to yeah. be like, no, I'm going to change in these the areas that I'm going to change in. Yeah, yeah. Because that's really cool. Because telling myself about you know why I didn't have to meal prep or why like excuses as to why it didn't matter if I skipped breakfast or if I didn't go for a walk that day. Um, you know, as valid as those reasons may have been, they weren't helping me move forward. So I got to make a choice as to whether or not I wanted to continue on the path that I was going and I knew that I didn't so I knew that I had to make a change so yes Mm -hmm. food was the first one um what I was listening to as well so my environment so I was literally watching Netflix like 24 7 (laughs) wow (laughs) and as great as it was like temporarily after a while you just become so numb so the next thing was my environment as to what I was listening to, what I was putting into my mind, the thoughts that I was helping cultivate. So mm-hmm. started listening to more podcasts, started watching more YouTube stuff, um, listening to audio books rather than just switching into zombie mode and watching, just you know, TV watching a whole season of yeah. um, like Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. It is a great show though. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I found many bangers on Netflix. Yeah. But um, not any of that are going to change. It doesn't my always life, serve so. you. Yeah. If you do, if, I mean, anything in, um, you know, in too much, you know, too much of one thing is always bad for you, no matter what it is. You know, exactly. I'm sure we get sick yeah. if we had too much broccoli, but like, yeah, yeah that consistency is, is yeah. definitely the, um, yeah. the make or break. Yeah. That's the thing. It was literally consuming me. Like, I would literally all day because I was breastfeeding at the time as well. So um, anyone that's listening, if you've breastfed before, you will know what it's like. You literally sit on a chair underneath a baby almost 24 seven. Um, so it was just my go-to every time I would sit down, I would just open another TV show. So I was almost like getting like looking forward to just sitting down because I was just being able to switch off and switch off and switch off. It meant I didn't have to go do anything else. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. was a, was a bit of a, um, destructive habit there but uh yeah Yeah. so making that decision to change yeah 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 so changing up that environment so I had food changing my environment water I was so dehydrated um Mm. again breastfeeding dehydrates you so much and I was just not putting myself first I wasn't acknowledging that hey look I can't be my best self if I'm not putting myself first Mm -hmm. I can't be an amazing mum if I'm not looking after myself so um 
yeah, kicking myself in the butt to to look after myself. Yep. Um, and I guess just by doing the basics. Yeah, and I guess that's one of the crazy things. Like we literally are talking about feeling isolated, and you're saying that the changes to be made are who you surround yourself with, or what you're watching or feeding your mind what you're eating and what you're drinking. Like it's so crazy how those three things you would think would be completely separate from feeling isolated and how to change that, that mindset. But then it's literally the simplest tasks that you can do and change to make yourself feel better. So no, that's really, really cool. And um, we, you were chatting just before um, you touched on importance of like community and I just, what was it to you that, like, I know we're saying obviously humans are social creatures and everything, but what is it about the community for you that like was a game changer, you know, like you got yourself into a community that helped you not feel Mm -hmm. so isolated anymore because of obviously having that social interaction and things like that. But what was it like, what did you notice? What were the major things that was was so important to you about being in that community? Um, I think the biggest thing was just that little Mm. bit of reassurance. Um, Because when you're by yourself, like we are our own worst enemy, whether it's you've broken your leg or you're, you know, you're working, working away, whatever it is, whatever your, um, your external reason is for mm-hmm. your isolation you um you're like your own uh, worst critic and when you like ever inside your head yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so you, you're the first one to say oh that's not good enough you need to do more of that um you're not doing a great job of this and you just it just becomes all consuming and then it just like spirals like it got to a point where I was um, getting anxious just going down to Woolworths because I was so self-conscious of like, oh, people are going to look at me, going to look at me with my son. Like, what are they going to say? What are they going to, you know, what are they thinking? And that was just toxic. Like, and, and no one needs to go through that. But it's just because when you when you feel so isolated, you are your own worst enemy and, and the self-talk can be so destructive. So surrounding yourself with other people that are going to encourage you and lift you up and and give you that pat on the back and tell you that you're doing a great job and, um, you know, even just having someone to talk to. Yeah, so it got to the point where I, you know, was getting super anxious just to go down to the supermarket because I'd been alone in my house for so long and hadn't really communicated with anyone um, from the outside world. So going to the shops would would make me super anxious because I'd be I'd be wondering oh, what are people saying about me? What are they thinking? You know, I'm out with a baby. Should I be taking my baby to the supermarket? Like you just, your, your internal dialogue goes wild. And I think that's why um, isolation can become so toxic if you don't, you know, nip it in the bud and start surrounding yourself. Not necessarily, like, yes, with people, but it doesn't necessarily have to be with other people as well. Even like I was saying before, just listening to different audio, getting different perspectives on different situations, um, yeah, yep. listening to different podcasts, just to get your mind out of your head. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, because I think like I, especially working so closely with mums at the moment through my Mama to Milf program, um, I hear it so often that ladies come in and they um, have suffered postnatal depression and, and they've got anxiety and they've got this and they've got that. And whilst their feelings are 100% validated, the first thing I ask them is, what does your environment look like? Do you have a community of women around you? Do you have supportive friends and family? Do you have, um, you know, are you doing something that that fills your cup up, that makes your soul happy and most of the time that answer is no so 
Um, yeah I think the first place to look at yeah yeah I think it's so um under underlooked but it's one of the most important things there's an old quote it's kind of funny and it goes before you try to um before you try to diagnose yourself with any sort of mental illness first ask yourself if you're not in fact surrounded by assholes (laughs) I just think that's um a bit of a a bit of a funny old quote um just to get you thinking about okay well is this is this based on who is around me? Yeah, yeah. Am I basing my my um my self image off the people around me, and is that a good thing or a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. So, what would be like? I guess wrapping it up. What would be the number one thing for people in like a similar situation to do? If you know, say someone is you know maybe they're not on Netflix today, but they're on our podcast listening to <laughs> to our podcast. <laughs> Because they're feeling isolated, hey, what would be that number one tip that you'd like, if you're feeling isolated, like first step, like what's number one tip? First step, first step, just starting with basics would be go outside, change your posture because your state affects so much. Put your Mm -hmm. head up, look at the sky, soak in some vitamin D, shoulders back and just change that position because it will literally change your state in an instant. That would be the very first thing because, again, that's one of those foundational things that if we don't get those right, we can't fix everything else. Um, and then and then from there it would just be doing that virus check, so looking at your food, your water, your sleep, um, your self-love, whether you're filling your own cup and doing things that you're passionate about and your environment, what you're listening to, what you're watching, who you're talking to, who you're surrounding yourself with. I think that would, you know, cover all bases, really. Fantastic. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much. No that worries. was incredible. Thank now you. Now I'm excited to get to our little announcement. A little surprise. I know. Are they ready so, for it? Oh, I don't know if they're ready for it. <laughs> Guys, if you have been watching or listening, watching, <laughs> listening for the last few episodes, um, you'll know that I've been hosting this podcast and, um, you know, taking, we've had some amazing, amazing speakers um, come on board and I'm really, really excited because I am here to announce that we have a brand new host on the podcast. I'm going to be taking a little back seat. Um, I'll still be on the podcast here and there, but the beautiful Tamara will actually be taking over as our PLC podcast host. So are you excited? I'm so excited. (laughs) When we first discussed this, I was like, yes, this is me. I can't wait. Bring it on. (laughs) So I'm really, really keen. So guys, you will be hearing Tamara's amazing voice on the podcast as the host from now on. I'll still be jumping on here and there to say hi to you guys. Um, But yeah, I guess we probably should introduce you a little bit. Do you just want to like Say hi, how, like, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself because we didn't really introduce you at the start. Yeah. So, um, as I sort of said earlier, I have a beautiful eight-month-old son. Um, I love everything personal development. I just, you know, soak it up. So, um, really excited to be able to not only have because I love powerful conversations. I think a powerful conversation has the ability to just set you on fire. And Mm -hmm. the fact now that I have the opportunity to have these powerful conversations and share them with you guys, 
um, I'm really excited for. So, um, so yeah, I run a uh, mums and bubs program called Mama to Milf and we run workshops and semi-privates and um, have an online program as well. So my passion is empowerment pretty much. Um, just, yeah, empowering people to live their best life through health, fitness, mindset, um, nutrition, everything and anything Amazing. that I can help with. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited now to have this platform as well to do that even more. Incredible. And, guys, also for those of you who do not know, Tamara is one of the amazing owners of PLC Calandra and PLC Marichidor. Yes. So you might see her down there if you guys um, yeah, come, pop in and say hey. Come and train with me. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tamara. Everyone, you guys will all hear from Tamara on the very next um, episode, podcast episode. You'll hear her as the amazing host. But that is it from us right now. Guys, have an absolutely incredible day. Tamara, thank you. Thank you guys, so much, Jess. Thank you. Oh, it was awesome. Um, guys, every Tuesday, 10 a.m., you will have a brand new podcast from us. I think we missed one week. Um, we had some sickness and some technical difficulties and everything, but that is okay. We're back on track. Okay. So every Tuesday at 10 a.m., you will have a podcast from us. But if you can't wait that long, you can check us out at the underscore PLC underscore movement on Instagram mm-hmm. or tomorrow. What's your Instagram? So everyone can go stalk you, uh, share you, have a little look. Instagram is just Tamara at Tamara Northam. So it's T A M A. R-A, and then Northam, N-O-R-T-H-A-M for Mary. Plain and simple. Amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. nice and easy. (laughs) Cool. Thanks so much, girl. Guys, have an incredible – what day is it? I don't even know what day it is. Have an incredible day. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.